Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on gotodobbs.com today. So the Cardinals got into a bit of a tizzy last night. Want to talk things over with our guy Brad Thompson. He's Cardinals broadcaster, co-host of The Fast Lane, which you can hear weekdays right here on 101 ESPN from 2 to 6 o'clock. BT, how you doing today, man? I am doing all right, fellas. How you guys doing? Oh, we are doing fantastic. BT joins us via the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. So let's talk a little bit about what in the world happened last night because... We talked about this in our open today, Yadier Molina getting into it a bit and being upset about what happened with Ryan Braun and then Schilt coming in to back him up. What did you make of the scene that we saw? And the thing that a lot of people are kind of honing in on after the fact is uh, Schilt not removing Yadi from the game in that spot. Yeah, well, I'll start with the just initially, like, like thoughts overall. My, my first thought is just, frustration in general is was kind of bubbling over at, at that point so initially uh, you know before he ended up getting hit there on the catcher's interference the game is 12 to 2 you got the bases loaded with ryan braun up and uh, braun is chirping about pitches he's talking to the umpire uh, home plate umpire and, and telling him basically hey just because he gets pissed off doesn't mean it's a strike talking about yachty because yachty obviously was getting in there on the umpire a little bit so they had a little bit of a back and forth and then you know once yachty got hit on the hand you, you know he's pissed anyhow about that it hurts and in 2020 i think you're hearing a little bit of everything so if he walked off to see if he was okay he did wander towards the dugout that's the way he went of the brewers dugout I think he heard a little bit more than he wanted to hear from somebody over there. Certainly, uh, as Mike Schilt approached, Schilty heard a lot, and he thought it was directed towards him. Basically, what I'm saying is I think it was a lot of raw emotion in a game where guys are just upset, angry, know what's on the line, know how much they've been playing. I don't think that there's much more to it you know, than that aspect of it. And from the side of keeping Yachty in that game and letting him continue to play – that's the reason that everyone loves Yachty so much. Honestly, it, for me, and this is just me, everybody has their, their their feelings. He did go on to play two more innings, took his next at-bat uh, after taking that, that bat off of his hand. That's why I appreciate Yachty so much because he is the, the fighter. And for me, that pumps up a team when your guy goes out there and he keeps doing stuff like that. And I would think that Jamie would probably echo some of this. Sometimes it, it – if you don't understand it, you're never going to understand it. That's how the way the way I feel of just kind of toughness in general in, in, in athletics. But I was fine with it. 
Yeah, BT, I was too, and I totally understand what you're talking about. We talked about it earlier in the mm-hmm. show too that that could be the spark that you know helps this team get through you know the doubleheader today, and maybe moving forward they look back and go, you know what, that that moment there is very pivotal to our season. Um, now I want to back it up though, BT, because look, I'm the hockey background guy, right? So I know how fights start in hockey, and I know how things get boiling over, and I know what brawls are. But baseball fighting and what happened last night, like I don't really understand some of it. And so I want to go back to Yachty is like Mike Schilt said, this is only the second time in his career he's been called for catcher interference. Okay, so how does that happen? How does Yachty stick his hand all the way out there? Is the batter too far back in the box? If he is, why is the ump not calling it? Why is Yachty not pointing it out? Like, how does it begin? How does Yachty even get hit on that play? Yeah, look, it's a a very freak thing in general when it does happen. And you can see, I mean, there are hitters at times that will, like, drag the bat back there and just kind of pray for a little something. I don't think that that's what Braun was doing in that sense. But Braun does have a really long backswing anyhow that ends up catching him. And a lot of times, just in general, when a catcher gets a catcher's interference, he's trying to get up there a little bit quicker to make a pitch a strike, right? So, like, kind of catch it way out in front. So but before it ends up breaking or before it ends up getting out of the strike zone, that's oftentimes how that, that'll happen when you get your glove in there. So that part of it, just in general, is kind of more of a, a freak thing. It wasn't necessarily something that Braun was doing or has been doing, and it wasn't necessarily something that Yachty is doing and does a lot. It was just uh, you know two worlds combined right there where Yachty's trying to get out there and get one, and Braun's got that long swing and catches him. So that's kind of how that one happened. All right, so then we follow that up to, like you said, Yachty's he's hurt and he's probably pretty ticked off, and then he starts marching towards the Brewers' dugout. Now, at what point now in a baseball world are we thinking, okay, time to come off the benches here, time to cue the, cue the guys from the bullpen to come running all the way in and jump in on, on this, and then what's the thought there? Like, are you guys actually thinking, like, it's go time? Like, one guy looks at me cross-eyed, he's going down, or is this just like, oh, we're going to congregate, and hopefully nothing happens? Like, you know, so speaking from a bullpen side of things, you generally know in the back of your head that it's probably not going to be a full-out battle, okay? You're, you're not expecting the Royal Rumble, but the adrenaline gets going a little bit, and you think, maybe, just maybe, <laughs> this could happen. So I'm going to be ready, right? So I, I know people, a lot of people laugh at the idea of, like, bullpens coming in, but think about this. Think about it, if your team did actually get into a fight and think about you not being there, like how awful that would look, and then you're late to the party. You always got to be there for your group, whether it's eyewash or not, of everybody coming in. And I also do understand the sentiment of people saying, well, if you really wanted to fight, why not fight the other bullpen on the way in? I <laughs> oh, I that love would it. be cool. That'd be right, run agree. right over to their bullpen and just start throwing. Just, just yeah, each side <laughs> picks their, their, their counterpart, right, and goes after it. Might be cool, okay? In be like a cage match in there. Changing. It could happen, Chris right? Chris Matt should have uh, just but, gone but straight it, over to Hater, and that was just the matchup that we could have seen last night. <laughs> Who wants some? Yeah, I, I, I like that idea, too. But as far as, like, knowing when to do it, look, as soon as you see one of your guys, and it doesn't necessarily have to be Yadier Molina, but as soon as you see a toe-to-toe, 
both teams are very quick to react and be out there because it's not like hockey. Like these guys aren't, aren't going to go fisticuffs. And then as soon as somebody hits the ground, we'll pull them off. Uh, that doesn't work. Although I think Mike Shannon was calling for that a couple of years back. <laughs> and he might have something there because uh, there's only so many times where you throw at somebody and maybe get your butt kicked that you do it again. So maybe there's something there in the future, but as soon as you see, you know, your, your guy going out there and it gets heated, everybody's going to end up in the mix. And the problem is sometimes is when you have a wild card, right? When you have the guy that just wants to murder everybody on a team. So uh, like, yeah, please might be a good example when he tried to fight the entire Pirates team. Amir Garrett also tried to fight the entire Pirates team. We had a guy, uh, we had a guy, Ron Vallone. I don't know if you guys remember Ron Vallone, but RV uh, was a huge, like, big jack left-handed reliever, and we got in a fight against, lo and behold, actually, the Pirates. The Pirates are a pain in the ass, apparently. Everybody wants a piece of them. But RV had to be held back by, like, four guys going after Doug Mankiewicz, and he wouldn't stop. Like, so uh, we had, uh, well, little Skippy was in front of him, but Skip Strong. And I think Jason Isringhausen and, and Jeff Murphy was our bullpen catcher, who's strong as an ox, and RV was still gaining ground. <laughs> so those are the guys like you have to worry about in a baseball spat. But I will tell you this: like all that stuff, like you're going to play two games to, again today. You got seven more games against these freaking guys, and it, it can end up getting monotonous through through some of it. This will create a little bit of a spark. There's no question. I wanted to ask, you know, we're talking to Brad Thompson, Cardinals broadcaster and co-host of the Fast Lane from 2 to 6 right here on 101 ESPN. You'll see him on Cardinals pregame and postgame today for the doubleheader as well. I wanted to ask you about Yadier Molina because we talked about this a little bit with Danny Mack. I think he's one of the very few players, not only on the Cardinals, but in baseball that can basically tell Mike Schilt, no, I'm not coming out of this game after what we saw last night. How many other guys around the league do you think have almost that sort of veto power where they get to decide, no, I'm staying in this game right now? Yeah, I, I think that that's one of the things where most of your stars probably have something like that. Now, Yachty might not be your prototypical star. I'm not going to put him in the same conversation as Mike Trout when it comes to production just in general. Uh, but stuff like that is earned, and it's earned because you do everything everything the right way. You work your tail off, you battle, you fight for your team, and there are situations like that. And I think that Adam Wainwright got, has has ultimately kind of gotten to that point as well. When he's on, obviously, if he's not, you gotta you gotta you know pull the hook every once in a while. But when you get into a game where he's like, hey. I don't want to hear about it. I got this. Leave me alone, and I got this. And you, as a manager and as a pitching coach, you say, okay, he's got this. You know, let, let's see what happens. But, it, he, no, he really does. He does have that. He, he has a lot of sway and a lot of say on what he's doing. And I'm sure that even the days where he gets an off day, Yachty's probably not super happy about that. But I'll tell you what, a manager would love to have, now that there's a 26-man roster, 26 guys. They come to the ballpark with that same idea, that same work ethic, and that same just want to fight you if they're not in there. Now, it could get uncomfortable for 162, <laughs> but that's the kind of guy that you want. All right, BT, I'm sitting here wondering to myself, is there carryover into today's game from last night's shenanigans? Because I'm still stuck on that. And I'm looking at, based on what you said, you know, Yachty is – like he's the guy, right? He's the engine for this team, the captain. Wayno certainly in that group too. And that's where I want to go with it is Wayno's got the mound tonight and Brian Braun gets up there. Is Wayno buzzing the tower on him or is he putting one right between the shoulder blades on Braun? 
I don't think he's doing. Uh, I don't think he's doing either one. Honestly, I, I think not even buzzing right the tower, now, just a little bit. Probably not. Not unless you need to just get him off of something. Like if there's a purpose, if you feel like Braun is. By the way, uh, there, there should have been a little bit more purpose last night, specifically with Jack Flaherty early, because mm. hitters looked super comfortable and nobody was moving off the plate. So I mean, if you feel like you got to come up and in just to get him out, down and away. I can see that. But right now, I mean, you look at this central, there's a race for second place. I mean, the Cardinals are sitting here. I think it's five games back. The Reds are five and a half, and the uh, the Brewers are six games back. The beauty of baseball, and this one is, is like, I, I love it. I love the fact that you can be pissed off about something, and then you can get your get back the following year by dotting somebody. Like, like it's just a long memory type thing. Now, so I don't think that we'll see the buzzing the tower aspect of it because it's a little too on the nose. And by the way, if Adam Wainwright did that in a ball game, you know that the umpires are already going to be ready for something. If he hit Braun in his first at-bat and got kicked out of the game, you know what, what a mess this oh, bullpen God. would yeah, be in right. and, and a mess this team would be in? <laughs> you have to be careful, right, Like with, with, the, with the way that you go about things. But I still think that there's going to be – a heightened sense of awareness in the ball game in general. So whether it's a bang bang play at first or it's a slide into second base, like I just feel like there's going to be a little extra in both these ball games. He's BT. You can see him on pre and post tonight. Fox Sports Midwest Cardinals broadcaster and co-host of the Fast Lane weekdays from two to six right here on 101 ESPN. BT, we look forward to watching you tonight, and we'll uh, talk with you again tomorrow. Sounds good. Sounds good. If you see Stalter, Ranji, Meet, you didn't hear from me today, okay? I got the day off. Deal. Okay. From what I understand, you're on vacation. We'll talk with you soon, BT. See you, fellas. You got it. That's BT joining us here on 101 ESPN.